Appalachian Gun Range in Jasper is proud to be in Pickens County. They have a modern and spacious facility that's known for being one of the best ranges in Georgia. Some say it's the best they've ever visited. Appalachian Gun Range offers three levels of yearly memberships, plus daily rates with discounts for military, first responders, folks over 60, and children under 15. They offer safety and instruction classes too. Appalachian Gun Range, just off the 515 at Highway 108 in Jasper. Others may say they're local, but there's only one locally owned and operated bank in this area. That's Community Bank of Pickens County. They still offer the same in-person service they've been offering for more than 20 years. But for those that prefer, they're up to date with online banking products that you can use from your computer or phone. They offer personal customer service like we all remember, while also offering modern banking technology. Community Bank of Pickens County says Go Dragons! Member FDIC. Dr. Matthew Camp at Georgia Mountain Ophthalmology welcomes Dr. Charles Newcomer to his Jasper office. Dr. Newcomer is a trained optometrist who can do regular eye exams and handle most common eye problems. Of course, Dr. Camp is still available for more complex eye problems. Dr. Matthew Camp and now Dr. Charles Newcomer welcomes you to Georgia Mountain Ophthalmology behind the racetrack on Interstate South Drive just off 515 in Jasper. Call 678-454-7329. Welcome back to Dragon Football Weekly, presented by Appalachian Gun Range off of Highway 515 and 108. Uh, Tucker Green alongside Jess Walker. Good to be back with you all uh, this week after uh, my hiatus. Apologies, but uh, I did get a chance to uh, listen to the podcast. And Jess, uh, you uh, did just fine while I was away. Couldn't even, uh, couldn't tell that was your first solo uh, attempt. It was a unique experience. That's, I guess, the best way to put it. Um, it was easier than I thought it would be. I was actually very concerned about it, but uh, it really, I think it ended up flowing okay, but I'm glad to have somebody to bounce back and forth with this week. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it flowed flowed fine, really, to be honest, much better than I thought it would from a single person. I still kind of like the conversational aspect we get to do with the, the tag team approach, but... Uh, uh, back to the football itself, the Dragons uh, peaking at the right time, potentially. The, uh, uh, of course, the big win against uh, rival Gilmer, which um, has already been covered well, and then got uh, two wins in a row with a, with a victory last week uh, on the road, their first uh, road victory of the season uh, against uh, West Hall. Uh, it was a, a 29-7 victory there in uh, – of course, region action, as all the games are at this point in the season, uh, to put them at uh, three and five on the year overall. Um, but um, really kind of with two wins in a row in region play, the conversation and over the, today compared to three weeks ago has completely changed about this team and what they could potentially do uh, postseason hopes. Uh, still very much well alive. They really uh, completely control their own destiny um, and have two uh, regular season games left at home, uh, which they're undefeated at home thus far. So really potentially a lot um, of upside for, for, for the Dragons. We'll dive into all that throughout the show, but um, let's, I guess, Jess, maybe talk uh, first about maybe just your thoughts overall on how this season has shifted over the last few weeks, but also particularly with that um, 
big, much-needed road win at West Hall on Friday. Yeah, I think that uh, if if you found someone who had been in a coma for the last two weeks and you, you told them where Pickens stood in the standings, that they would be um, – you know their mind would be blown because uh, before the Gilmer game, this was not at all the position we were in. We were very much on the outside looking in as far as the play, playoff picture goes. But now uh, picked up the win against Gilmer, an unexpected win. If uh, by um, most people, by ratings, by previous records throughout the season, that sort of thing, an upset win. Now the, the win this week was uh, much more much more expected based off of the way West Hall has performed so far, but you link the two together and all of a sudden Pickens is right in the mix as far as a playoff picture goes. Now, they do have to um, make sure they finish out. They've got two games left, got to take care of business there, but they are certainly in the conversation at least now where I don't really think uh, they were before these last couple weeks. Um, If you want to just go over kind of the game, we'll start with the first – we'll talk about the first half together – to me, the story of the first half was was missed opportunities and, and what could have been a, a much larger victory versus West Hall. The, those opportunities were missed in the first half. Uh, had a great open and play drive. Nine plays capped off with a Kanan Dixon touchdown. Looked looked incredible. Offense flowing like you would expect it to. Uh, that was followed by another long drive, which got stopped at the one. Caden Hampton uh, stuffed right at the goal line. Rarely, rarely see him stuffed. He uh, took a direct snap out of that uh, wildcat formation. We'll talk a lot more about that. Uh, but he gets he gets stopped at the goal line. That does at least turn into a safety first one of the season. Uh, pretty rare overall to to get a safety period. But so we turn that into two points. Followed it up with another goal-to-go turnover on downs uh, in the second quarter. Teams trade interceptions back and forth, and and we're only at eight nothing at the at the half in in a game that felt dominated by Pickens to that point, but the scoreboard didn't show it. And you know we were kind of wondering, you know, are we ever going to to take off? Is that lead ever going to expand to what we expected it to be? Yeah, you know, it, it's always interesting to me. I feel like. Um, that teams at times that we expect to to be dominant teams we've seen not to, not to be off off of uh, off the air you and I have talked about not being that impressed by some um, teams we've seen other teams who have you know really struggled that that we should dominate against don't look to be as as bad <clears throat> I kind of especially that first half to a degree would characterize West Hall that way I mean they are no doubt that the the uh, bottom of of the barrel as far as this region goes, and you know we've they've kind of been that way all season. But you know, it, to to be uh, to struggle like they have, to not have the success like they they haven't had, I, I didn't think they were that horrible of a team on Friday night. Um, you may disagree with me, but that that was my take on them. But but also certainly contributing to that. Eight zero score at the half was a lot of picking, shooting themselves in the foot, not being able to capitalize when they needed to. Um, but I, I also, particularly the West Hall defense, um, I thought played pretty well in the first half. Yeah, they did well. Um, their opening drive looked sharp coming out. They had two big run plays, and it looked like it might be a competitive game. Uh, they, of course, benefited from us being unable to convert in the red zone, not only in the red zone, but, but inside 
inside the 10 yard line inside the five uh, was a big issue where you know if we convert two of those instead of uh, eight to nothing there's it's 21 nothing you know we trade that safety for a touchdown and it's 21 nothing at halftime and in the second half all that stuff uh, finally starts to click third quarters all dragons Hampton where he got stuffed in that formation in the second quarter he converts two of those in the third quarter to two touchdowns uh, West Hall does finally get on the board they had a uh, incredible looking play by their uh, receiver 55 yard touchdown from uh, Fagan uh, I'd seen several stats on him it looked like when they were making big plays uh, throughout the year it was his name attached to those Hampton tacks on a third TD toward the end of the game uh, to make it a t- the 29-7 final that you referenced earlier and to me that was what the game should have looked like the whole time um, it is good that we finally got that execution down and I think that the Hampton Wildcat is uh, we saw it for the first time really last week versus Gilmer uh, where you see it a lot in the red zone inside the 10 and I think that is going to be uh, the solution for uh, the problems that we've had in the red zone so far yeah you're you're exactly right that was my biggest couple takeaways from the game I thought one um, and I know y'all alluded to it before the game in your uh, Dragon Football Weekly podcast when you were talking to Coach Myers about while it may not be anything to it being Owen, uh, excuse me, oh, yes, Owen five on the road and two and zero at home going into last Friday night. Um, I, I think it was important for them to get that feather in their cap of getting a road win. So I think that was one takeaway that they got at West Hall. The other that we saw was that continuation of kind of that wildcat formation with Caden Hampton that we had saw against Gilmer really for the first time this year. And we saw that several times, like you said, especially when they were getting into the community bank of Pickens County red zone. And um, I, I think we'll continue to see that. I think they, were, they have been missing an answer offensively in those red zone, somebody to finish drives, and get the ball in the end zone, a real key playmaker to stand out. And what better candidate than one of the biggest and strongest guys um, on the team, and that being um, Caden Hampton. Yeah, he absolutely is when it comes to lower body strength and powerful running, one of the guys you think of. I think they'll continue to lean on him. A takeaway that I had, uh, kind of a negative takeaway, and and you've got to be careful when when you do compare uh, outcomes, of course. Uh, you know, all games don't – that can be apples to oranges sometimes. I wanted to look at the rest of the scores that the region had against West Hall, the other members of the region had against West Hall. White County beat them 56-14. to 14. Gilmer County beat them 45-3. to 3. And Dawson beat them 56-7. to 7. So defensively, we kind of match up there. Where we don't match up is the points that were put up on the board. Now, one thing that I would like to add to that is I think we missed out on on two touchdowns in the beginning of the game, which would have put us uh, scoring more around the high 30s or low 40s even than we did. But I do think uh, just uh, not overly alarming. They won the game points. You know, this isn't the BCS. That's not how uh, they don't do – um, score differential and stuff like that. But uh, it is something that I noticed when I was looking at the rest of the scores. Uh, defensively, we compared to everyone else. We did not put up the amount of points that these other teams have been putting up on West Hall. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point and, and could potentially give us an idea of 
maybe how we stack up against some of these teams. I know main one being this week's opponent, White County. As you said, you have that score. Well, see, one of them we've already beat. One of them, Gilmer. I mean, they put they beat uh, West Hall forty-five to three, which is much more convincing victory than ours. But we just beat them. Um, Dawson, of course, we already lost to. So uh, White would be the long remainder of that, and that that is kind of what brought that up, and and why yeah. it kind of eh, made me a little bit nervous. Yeah, absolutely. Understandable. I think it's things you got to look at. I mean, that's – as has been shown against Gilmer, anybody can win any given Friday night, you know. And a lot of it, Coach Myers talked about this week on the podcast. I heard him say that football is a game of matchups. And, you know, I, I, I certainly understood what he was meaning by that and, and agree. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that's, that's good takeaways when we're trying to assess – how these matchups are going to fare. Now, speaking of, of matchups, of course, we're talking about um, – we are going to talk about around the region, kind of the playoff picture after this next break. Um, and I don't know – are you – Jess, do you want to go ahead and cover scores from last Friday at that part of the show, or do you want to go ahead and give a little tease now with that? We'll do it. We'll do it all together. Uh, it's going to okay. be a big we're, – we're skipping out on the interview this week just to uh, make sure we get all this covered. I'm going to try and hit uh, all the scenarios. I, I, I'm not going to hit all the scenarios. I'm going to do my best. Um, if, even though there are only two weeks left, uh, the region is going to be looking uh, pretty wild in terms of uh, a few teams fighting for one or two spots, and it's it's going to be pretty entertaining. So we'll, we'll hit all that uh, after after the break here. Yep, and uh, we, we do got a lot to unpack, and now it's it's coming down to the wire. I mean, two regular season weeks left uh, in region play, and I mean, not some some of the complete picture is going to take both Fridays uh, to to pan out, but we're going to have a really strong idea after this Friday too where things stand, particularly for pickets. So uh, stay with us on Dragon Football Weekly. We'll have that. Uh, playoff picture on the other side. Pueblo Cantina is Jasper's best Mexican restaurant. Local folks know they use only fresh ingredients and serve a wide variety of freshly made dishes. Restaurants come and go, but Pueblo Cantina has been open since 1997. Lunch or dinner seven days a week. Come to Jasper's best Mexican restaurant, Pueblo Cantina, 25 Luke Carver Drive at 53 and 515 Jasper. Go Dragons! With Northside Hospital, you can look forward to new beginnings, look ahead to comeback seasons, and look up for hope and strength. Northside welcomes you into our community of care, guided by one clear direction, a mission to heal. Led by our expertise in maternity, heart, cancer, orthopedics, and more, you can move into tomorrow with confidence. For a healthier future together, look to Northside Hospital. Feed all the hungry people in your family at Culver's of Jasper. Their signature butter burgers are fresh, never frozen, and the frozen custard is the perfect treat. Culver's of Jasper is locally owned and operated by local people who care about our community. Their passion for fresh food is as strong as their love for the community. They're proud of where they're located and how their local roots have made them who they are. Get fresh food now at Culver's of Jasper, just in front of Walmart. Back now on Dragon Football Weekly, as we approach the uh, tail end of the season, two regular season games left, the uh, playoff picture really beginning to get set. Um, and a key part of that, though, is, is much still left uh, remains to be played out. Um, 
particular for the Pickens Dragons, really controlling their own destiny from here on out. Um, let's go ahead and try and get a lay of the land around the region of where things stand at this point uh, going in um, to this week. Okay, so before I dive into the playoff picture itself, we'll just go through the standings and what happened with that team uh, this past week. Dawson is at 5-0. and They picked up a 17-7 win over Gilmer. That game was tight, scoreless at halftime from each team. Uh, Dawson eventually pulls away. I will go ahead and tell you that uh, they're locked in to the playoffs, locked in to the one seed. Uh, we'll detail uh, what exactly they have coming. Only one game to go for them. Uh, we'll, we'll hit that after after the standings here. Lumpkin is it in second place at three and one. They picked up a high scoring victory, fifty six to thirty five at White. I also think they're firmly in the playoffs, just waiting on seating. This is where things are going to get a little bit tricky. Pickens at two and two didn't expect to see them here a couple weeks ago. Uh, we obviously know what they did last week, picking up the twenty nine to seven win at West Hall. Wesleyan also at two and two. They had a bye last week, so they stayed put. Uh, Gilmer. Uh, two and three after that loss to Dawson. White at one and three after the loss to Lumpkin, and then West Hall, of course, at zero oh and four after uh, the loss to uh, Pickens County last week. And that'll round up your standings: Dawson, Lumpkin, Pickens, Wesleyan, Gilmer, White, and West Hall bringing up the rear. Yeah, that's as, as I said. Things, in to some degree, are starting to to make their way clear. Dawson clearly out front, Lumpkin in a really good strong spot. The and, and West Hall basically eliminated now out of contention. So for you know about half of the region we have an idea. The, the where we're going to come down to the wire is really these last four teams that are vying for the last two spots being Pickens, Wesleyan, Gilmer and White. Um, now the somewhat probably bad spot for Pickens to a degree, possibly, maybe possibly not, is uh, one of the three other teams we have played and beat, that being Gilmer. But the other two remain on the schedule. Uh, White County this week at home, Wesleyan um, a week from Friday in the senior night uh, regular season final game. And so two clear people they have that stand in their way or at least one of the two stand in their way um and we've yet to play them so um it's it's not like we've already had this uh set aside i mean it's good and bad on on, on one side you control your own destiny um potentially on the bad side is these could be some 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 uh high hurdles uh and clear hurdles that are hurdles that you have to clear to survive basically so, um, and, and Jess, I know you're going to get dive deeper into that, but what what is it going to take for all these teams to make the playoffs? What are they? What are all these teams needing to do, starting with our own Dragons? So, for starters, I think there's an easy answer to that question, and then this will kind of headline the entire playoff picture. Uh, I think the magic number is three, and that's for everybody to get. I think if you're going to get to the playoffs, it's going to require three wins. Um, Dawson has already eclipsed that mark. Lumpkin is already at that mark. And then Wesleyan is a 34-point favorite this Friday versus West Hall. So we can, they have all but got to that mark. Um, so that, that three win, it kind of comes down to um, Gilmer, Pickens, and White County. Now, 
another thing that's going to be a huge factor in who fills these last two spots is these tiebreakers. Um, I actually uh, kind of wonder if it will become a mini-game type solution, which is what they have to do when the, the tiebreaker cannot be settled from by head-to-heads. I want to say that Gilmer uh, participated in one of these in the last decade at some point. Uh, I should have done my homework on that and figured out uh, exactly why I might have to get something like that ready for next week or for the broadcast on Friday. But uh, that's I think that's a possibility as tight as some of these teams are. So we. We, we have been cutting there, and I don't have all the information right in front of me. Um, yeah, the, the, we have – Pickens has experienced those before um, some, some years ago during my time, and, and I, if I remember correctly, maybe it was right after I graduated. But anyway, I, I know they have went through this, and it's just kind of a crazy format, not necessarily a situation you want to be in, in my, in my opinion. No, it really leaves it up to chance a lot. Yes, it does. It does. Um, it's certainly entertaining, I think. I would uh, enjoy if we got to uh, broadcast a couple of those, but at the same time, I would hope uh, to not have to deal with it in the same place and in just terms of Pickens making the postseason. I uh, would rather just get there without having to go through one of those uh, toss-up type games. But I think that tiebreaker is going to be huge, so we'll talk about who holds the tiebreaker with who. Uh, specifically amongst the teams of Pickens, Wesleyan, Gilmer, and White County. Pickens holds the head-to-head over Gilmer. They have both Wesleyan and White remaining on their schedule. That's another reason why uh, these games are so huge because of who will hold those tiebreakers. Wesleyan, uh, they hold a tiebreaker with Lumpkin, which I think will only factor into to seeding as I think Lumpkin is firmly in and I think Wesleyan will be firmly in after this week. So that could play a factor as far as seeding goes. Uh, they are, uh, Gilmer actually holds the tiebreaker versus Wesleyan in their head-to-head, so that could end up playing some dividends. Uh, don't don't know that it will. Might have to, might as far as, as seeding goes. Now, Gilmer, like we said, they hold that to, to Wesleyan, but they're they're on the outside looking in as far as Pickens goes. But the tiebreakers is the reason why this Friday's matchup, Pickens and White at Pickens, is so huge. Because even though White's at 1-3, and three, if they were to pick up the win versus Pickens, uh, they now leapfrog Pickens. They're both at, at two wins, and they hold the tiebreaker. Uh, White County, they need to win out. Uh, they would need to win the Pickens game and then they finish their game uh, season with a game at Gilmer so a lot of work for them left to do but it's it's really not quite as much as the as it seems because of the the head-to-head importance in these matchups and how much um, how much it's going to pay off to hold on hold one of those if it comes down to the end of the season and you're tied with one of these teams so really what you're looking at if you're the Pickens Dragons they need to win at least one. one. At least one. Yeah. At least one. Probably it would be the better option of the two would be this Friday against White. The better option of the two would be White um, for one reason, because I don't think White is as strong as, as Wesley, and I think it will be a better opportunity. But if you lose that game to White, then even if you pick up the win the last week against Wesleyan, White has the head. And then White beats Gilmer, they still are ahead of you. Um and in that right. scenario, we would have Dawson, Lumpkin, Pickens, Wesleyan, and White all at three wins. Um, and 
Pickens would hold the tiebreaker over, over Wesleyan. Wesleyan would hold the tiebreaker over White, and White would hold the uh, tiebreaker over Pickens, and that's when that mini-game scenario comes into play. The, the other key I see here, too, is you have teams this weekend, next week, knowing, for the most part, their seasons are on line. White County knows they need to beat Pickens this Friday. Pickens doesn't need to win as much as White, but it would be great for them to win Friday. It will and be then very the hard the, if the, they the don't. Following, right, exactly. And the, and the following week, you're going to have Gilmer, White County, both knowing they need to win. So, I mean, really key games in certain parts of the region over the next two weeks to really decide the fate um, for these teams. Definitely, and I, I honestly think so much comes down to our matchup on Friday, not only for just us, just for the entirety of the region. Um, I mean, if Pickens wins that game, you're then looking at Dawson Lumpkin locked in, Wesleyan locked in, and then I won't even say Pickens is, is locked in at that point um, because, you know, even if Gilmer was to beat White the following week, uh, Pickens holds the tiebreaker with, with Gilmer. So, I mean, we could go over these scenarios till we're blue in the face. Um, we, right. we try to hit a, a lot of them. I, I feel like I'm worried we're probably confusing some people. I'm getting a little confused myself. But there is so much out there. However, I think uh, if you want to walk away from this uh, with just uh, the Cliff Notes version, I would say Dawson in, Lumpkin is in, West Hall is out. Uh, your four teams that you're – that, that are up for vying for those last two spots are Pickens County, Wesleyan, Gilmer County, and White County. And then the the most simple part of this is that your magic number is three. If you can get to three wins, you're in contention. If you don't get there, you're not. Right. And we're going to have more on the other side of this break. we got to check in quickly with our sponsors, but we're going to break down what is really going to be a huge matchup with widespread implications and that being the game at home this Friday, White County at Pickens. We'll have coverage of that game, of course, beginning with the Northside Hospital pregame show at 7 and kickoff at 7.30. But on the other side of this break, we'll dive into the matchup itself. Stay with us. Appalachian Gun Range in Jasper is proud to be in Pickens County. They have a modern and spacious facility that's known for being one of the best ranges in Georgia. Some say it's the best they've ever visited. Appalachian Gun Range offers three levels of yearly memberships, plus daily rates with discounts for military, first responders, folks over 60, and children under 15. They offer safety and instruction classes too. Appalachian Gun Range, just off the 515 at Highway 108 in Jasper. Did you know that Piedmont Mountain Sight offers major services including obstetrics and gynecology, cardiac rehabilitation, pacemaker implantation, and diagnostic cardiac catheterization? In their specialty clinic, they offer nephrology, pain services, and pediatric cardiology. Piedmont has outpatient imaging centers that provide CT scans, x-ray, MRI, nuclear medicine, and ultrasound. Their surgical services include general, podiatry, spine, vascular, and many more. To learn more, go to PiedmontMountainSide.org. Piedmont. Real change lives here. The word community means everything to the people of Community Bank of Pickens County. Community is much more than a name to the owners and staff. They're proud to be the area's only locally owned and operated bank and have a staff that lives in our area. They've continued to offer in-person service at both of their full-service locations while also offering you the latest online banking technology. Community Bank of Pickens County saying go Dragons during this 22 football season. Member FDIC. 
Welcome back to Dragon Football Weekly, presented by Appalachian Gun Range. Tucker Green still alongside Jess Walker as we get ready for this week's uh, big matchup against uh, the White County uh, Warriors of Cleveland. They're making the trip down to Pickens in a big region contest that are really going to determine um, the fate of the season for the Dragons and, and potentially White County. Uh, both teams sitting at three and five overall records. Um White County at one and three in the region, whereas Pickens is now two and two in the region. So the Dragons fare a little better in that uh, aspect, which is really the part that counts. Overall record, uh, these teams, no strangers to each other. They've uh, competed against each other well over 40 times. White County leading the overall record 25 to 20. But Pickens, with more recent success, leading the matchups four to three in the last decade um but uh what i can remember of most of those matchups over the last decade several i've had the opportunity to be present at is typically when these two teams play it's a pretty evenly matched up game i I don't recall a time that i've been a part of where pickens dominated white or white dominated pickens it's always competitive games and i would say from what we're seeing and looking at we're looking at another very competitive matchup coming into this Friday, Jess. That would be very accurate, and uh, Massey is right along with you. They have White as the road favorite this week, but only by three, so they're right there with you as far as uh, these teams normally matching up very well. Um, they, of course, those numbers do not take home field advantage into that, so if you want to factor in home field advantage, perhaps uh, it's it's right at 50-50 as far as the ratings go. And then I think even last year, um, we had this game, one of our first as a uh, broadcasting crew in our young career. Uh, White beat us 20-7 to as a non-region opponent here last year. So some recent history between the two teams. Um, evenly matched i think uh, you talked about uh, i don't i don't think parker i think all four of those wins are parker i think he was undefeated versus white from what i could tell um i might be a little bit off on that he was at least close um now a lot of those white county teams when we faced them they were also under a different head coach uh coach tim coakley they're now under coach chad bennett uh now chad bennett was a part of coakley's staff he spent four years as his offensive coordinator actually had the first second and fourth best offenses in school history as the offensive coordinator uh before he got this job he had a year under his belt at gainesville as offensive coordinator so he's an offense guy um clearly has had some offensive success at white county as some of the best years in their school history and and that's kind of been showing with their team this year. Um, they've had some games where they've put up some points. We referenced their 56-14 to victory at West Hall. We also referenced their 56-35 to loss versus Lumpkin this past week. So uh, they have a tendency to – they'll beat you on offense. Um, you can also beat them on offense, if you will. They'll, uh, they can give up a lot of points or they'll be scoring a lot themselves. Now uh, – the most comparable matchup of that for Pickens, I think, is one we like to reference a lot when we talk about high scoring is uh, week two at North Murray, where we uh, both teams scored over 50 points. Uh, came up just short in that one, but I do think the offense at least looked good in, in, in that game. And I, w- I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be dissatisfied if, if it uh, resembled that. I would like the outcome to be a little bit different. But uh, I do think the team played played well at that game, especially on the offensive end. 
that's funny uh, you, you say that I um, had the exact same thought as we were um, and, and as you were going over that my mind went back to that game at North Murray because I was thinking you know Dragon strong suit has not been defense White County weak on defense but we have been able to score points in many of our games looks like white kind of the same way so you know could could potentially be on um path for another shootout type game on friday night not sure but uh certainly i think things seem to potentially point in that direction there um now i know they have a young quarterback uh at white county tell us a little about him and maybe any other uh players or things about the team you have on your radar to watch for friday so i couldn't get a great deal of uh information on them it just some teams are more technologically involved than others somewhat post their stats from every single game i mostly got stats from white county uh, i guess that were reported from other teams so from what i can tell from from the stats they're going to lean heavier on the run than on the pass uh quarterback trip nicks is going to be a big part of that uh like he is the starting quarterback but from uh the sample size that i had he's also the leading rusher and the go-to rusher and we faced that a lot this year. Um, we faced, you know, Gilmer, they're a wing T top team where the quarterback's going to be running a lot. Um, even North Murray, he was a great passer, but he was also very mobile. So going way back to the beginning of the season, uh, season uh, Jackson Pate, it's Norville, he was, he was very mobile as well. So we've seen that several times this season. I don't think it'll be anything we're not used to. Uh, now, Nix is a little bit younger. He's a sophomore, not quite uh, of the variety of the freshman quarterback we faced last year, but he is a little bit younger. But I, I think he's going to be capable of uh, bringing White County in here and competing. One of the main things that uh, I've thought about White, at least for the last couple weeks, is is I feel like they're stronger than, than what their record now. Um, after their loss to Lumpkin, I've cooled down on those feelings a little bit, but they they started the region schedule playing Wesleyan and Dawson, who I believe, despite records, uh, are the two best teams. Well, despite Wesleyan's record, nothing to uh, scoff at with Dawson's record, of course. But I feel like those are the two best teams. Um, and then uh, you know, this past week they they faced Lumpkin. So just statistically, I'm not bringing down uh, Pickens, but just based on on records they have faced you know three of the of the top teams in the region and what remains is two of the of the bottom half of the region so i think a lot is unknown about white about how good they actually are can be and my biggest fear facing them would be you know they have to win out to get to the to the region sorry to the postseason now pickens um Almost as urgent. They they could certainly use a win out, but even if they lost this week, they wouldn't be completely out of it. Uh, they would have an uphill climb for sure, but I think the urgency is, is definitely just a, a, a tad bit stronger for White now. Uh, whether Pickens can take you know a little bit less urgency and turn it into more motivation and, and play better, that uh, – remains to be seen i think it's they're certainly capable of doing so but i i the unknowns is kind of is what worries me about white county and maybe that uh the their strength of schedule the record doesn't really reflect how talented they might be yeah i, I agree we talk about often at times 
which we're starting to get a better picture at this point in the season, but at times it's hard to get a good barometer on how these teams are based on matchups, based on different things. You can't always go off the record. I mean, just like two weeks ago, I don't think anyone expected Pickens to beat Gilmer. We did, um, and handily so. You know, and a lot of things play into that. Um, matchups, uh, motivative factors, uh, list goes on and on, but you just never know, and, and I think – there is some uncertainty about what the quality of team White County is. So um, excited to see this matchup and what I expect to be a very competitive matchup. I expect a lively crowd at Dragon Stadium Friday night. I think there's a lot of buzz and excitement um, around this team after the result of the last two weeks. You know, I think uh, the community was down in many ways of what they viewed as a disappointing season, but big win against rival Gilmer at home um, matched with, you know, this road win and region play against West Hall. And now they've won two weeks in a row and now they're in contention for a playoff spot. So I expect a lively crowd Friday night and uh, to be, be, you know, helping to support the home team, of course. And uh, that matched with, White County probably playing with their backs against the wall. And, two, I see, you know, I think pretty even matched up teams in, in a lot of ways. So I, I expect a great game Friday night, and uh, uh, hopefully it bounces in the Dragons' favor. We'll see. But we will have, of course, coverage for all you fans out there beginning at 7 p.m. with the Northside Hospital pregame show, followed by kickoff at 7.30. Coverage all night long on what is expected to be a uh, major region contest and potentially deciding the fate of both these teams, but most importantly, potentially deciding uh, or giving a better idea of the fate of this team for the Dragons. So we'll have coverage for you there. As always, appreciate you tuning in to Dragon Football Weekly. Our podcasts are available all year long, wherever you listen to podcasts, simply by searching Dragon Football Weekly. And we look forward to seeing you all on Dragon Stadium Friday night. If you can't make the game, of course, tune in to us on 93.7981 FM streaming online. And if you are there, put in your earbuds so you can get coverage and commentary from us all night long, beginning with the Northside Hospital pregame show at 7. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you Friday night.